Welcome back to New Rockstars. The new Eternals trailer finally awakens the godlike protectors of Earth after apparently snoozing or sitting out of every MCU crisis. But <laughs> why now are they entering the chat? What new threat is dragging them out of obscurity? Or are they really the friends who just show up to help you move only after all the big stuff is unloaded, but still take the biggest slices of pizza? <laughs> this is Rogue Theory. It's a show where we pitch the wildest theories for the movies we love. I'm Eric Boss. Going rogue with me today is a pan. I'm so excited about We got MT here. Hey, MT. Hey, what's going on, Eric? Oh, man, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good, man. <laughs> it's going to be good. We got Jessica Clemens back on the show. Hi. And yes, we're thrilled to welcome to New Rockstars comedian and host of the Blurts in the Hood show, Jay Washington. Welcome, Jay. Woo-hoo! Oh, man, I, I feel like I made it. I've been trying to get here for the longest. <laughs> and it's like, I just want to make sure I'm good. I cleaned my fingernails, I think. Like, I want to make sure they think. I don't want people zooming in on my nails in the video, like, look at his cuticle. I'd be like, why are you paying attention to my cuticle? And so now I'm it's enhanced now. Put your fingernails up to your camera right this second. But no, I'm happy to be here. Seriously, I'm excited to talk about this and the subject because I'm one of the eight people I know total in the world that was like, yeah, this could be fun. I'm like eight people. Bro, I, I am one of those Eternals. eight people. Wow, like, three of the eight of them are in this one video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to guess which three. I mean, that's what I love about Eternals is like, all of us on YouTube are, right now are like, yeah, okay, so here, this is what the Eternals are, but all of us are like, wait, wait, who are the Eternals? Who are the Eternals? Because <laughs> the Eternals, despite like what some of us sound like we're talking confidently, we're all kind of playing catch up, be like, because they're not one of the bigger names. Yeah, they're comics, not super so popular, so it's easy to like sort of forget those Eternals details. But you got to know the weird stuff. I think that's the thing people forget. Marvel, yeah. I always say this. When Marvel's did, Marvel did Guardians of the Galaxy, they proved they could do whatever mm. they wanted. Because That's you right. ask 95% yeah. of comic book fans or comic book movie fans, they had no idea what, who the Guardians were unless they watched the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. And so when they were mm, able yeah. to make you love a talking raccoon and a talking tree, the fact you hear about mm. people who've been around since almost the beginning of time, and now you're like, oh yeah, it's Angelina Jolie. I'm here for it. Let's go. Exactly. I'm here Great for point, it. Jay. Exactly. And I think the question we're now asking is kind of that question now in the the MCU is like why the Eternals returning now in particular where like mm. we can ask where they've been but like there's this interesting um, uh, description that they're putting out for the movie it's official from Marvel saying after an unexpected tragedy following the events of Avengers Endgame the Eternals an immortal alien race created by the Celestials who have secretly lived on Earth for over 7,000 years reunite to protect humanity from their evil counterparts, the Deviants. But like, mm. how do the Deviants come back if that's the case? What is this unexpected tragedy and what has kept them from intervening in all these previous MCU crises? Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Go for Jen. it. Yeah. Go for so, it. <laughs> so again, I've been rereading my Eternals Dream- Dreaming Celestial Saga. Like, this is 400 some pages and then I have the Cosmic Origins. I've been rereading these for a while and I've, I read them a nice. long time ago. So what it is, I've had this theory for the longest. The sna- so they are they're dormant as to them being eternal in their minds, right? Sprite, who's played mm. by Liam McHugh, is going to make them dormant. After four snaps, remember, it's four snaps total. The initial snap Thanos does yeah. in Infinity War. The second snap he does to get rid of the stones. The third snap that uh, Hulk does to bring everybody back. And the fourth snap that Iron Man does. All four of those snaps, yeah. as Rocket said, releases a bunch of cosmic energy. That lets the Celestials possibly know to come back. Who else is a Celestial? Galactus, 
Who else doesn't wake up mm-hmm. instead of the Eternals? The Deviants who've been living below the Earth. Yeah. So everybody wakes mm-hmm. up. And all of a sudden, Sprite is the only one that even though she's a kid, she still knows kind of who she is. Icarus has a clue. Mm-hmm. But Sprite will start waking more, more than likely everybody up. And again, it's like now, as they said, phase four and five, we're going more cosmic and quantum with everything. So now what's mm-hmm. this bigger threat? A celestial. The the two the celestials that made the Eternals, humanity and the deviants. <laughs> and then again, Galactus is an eternal. I mean a celestial. As well as Ego the Living Planet, but he hella dead. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's I mean that seems like the 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 way to go, right? Is mm. the snap just affects all these things. And we saw how cool it was when WandaVision revisited the moment where everyone kind of reapparated uh. from the snap, right? Like oh I want to know who so among the uh, Eternals might have been you know mm. and how that affected all of them but for sure like bringing in galactus in this like this is such a prime opportunity to bring galactus into the mcu you know uh, i agree with jay i think that's a great way for them to come in it makes the most sense uh and, but also i disagree if i could have a t-shirt that says i disagree oh, I, <laughs> um but i'm bringing in the trouble so i think I think that what I know that in the comics that was Crow that kind of was like we're gonna turn humans on each other so that mm-hmm. the uh, the Celestials can see that humans are just garbage. Uh, but I think Druig is actually gonna be trying to do something like that, and he's gonna be the one that's starting the chaos. And that's when uh. we see Sprite. I think Sprite did have everyone lay dormant, and Sprite's gonna Sprite has been. So I think Sprite is still doing that, like like the Neil Gaiman, like still doing TV and being like fa- crazy and fancy. But I think yeah. that's also doing it with uh, Kumail's character too. So I think both of them are aware that they are Eternals, but the other Eternals are still dormant and they don't want to wake them up because they don't want to get back to doing what the Eternals are supposed to be doing. But when Jurek starts up with all the humans and the Celestials come in, that's when they're like, we can't do this on our own. We have to go wake up everyone else. And I think that's when we see that scene of the volcano erupting and the clouds going dark and the light shooting up. Those are the Celestials showing up in different parts of the world. And I think that's where we see um, Cersei and Black Knight hanging out together because they're dating. I think when we saw... That's a boy uh, toy. Those... That's not dating. That's Cersei's boy toy. <laughs> <laughs> she got him as a boy when toy. I, boy I don't even know what to call it. I love oh, it man. either way, but I think when she... Hey, I'm here for boy toys. But I think when she... Um, when we saw her walking and uh, what was I think it was Ancient Babylon, but also in the same jacket she mm. was wearing in New York, I think that was Cersei coming too. I think she's in New York, but she's remembering, I used to walk these streets. I'm Cersei, like the and I think that's why we're seeing like her with Black Knight now present mm. because none of and that's what the Celestials are coming through with the cloud. I mm. I hope that makes sense. But I think yeah, that's no, ultimately what's happening. All those scenes we're seeing in the trailer are just flashbacks of their minds when they were like because they're like, oh, I'm dormant right now. I'm just a normal human. I think it's like those are the clips that we're seeing as them. I like, just had these weird ass dreams. I don't know why. I get yeah. grieving like, out think, in Mesopotamia. I think Icarus and Cersei's like little <laughs> love thing, love the little love thing. I think that's just Icarus's flashbacks when he's coming to. I think I he's like, to, oh, wait, I like that. Cersei. Like, yeah, that was. Wait a minute, that girl. I remember that. Oh, man, I just that's so that. cool. That she got this dude with the sword and shit. Hey, hey, yeah, you yeah, like, that no more. <laughs> wow. I, I wake up and you with another man already. Like I think that's what I, I wake up. I agree with. <laughs> <laughs> like I wasn't in no bed. I was sleeping in the mind, girl. Ain't you been keeping up with Doctor Umar? He hit too. Like what? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be clear to anybody who might be confused, when we're talking dormant, we're not talking like literally asleep. Sleep, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, your mind, you just forget your past mm -hmm. and you're just kind of a walking husk of what you were, just living your life without a care in the world. And then now suddenly all those previously blacked out <laughs> memories, like, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm actually married. <laughs> oh, crap. Like, I'm married to the other Stark brother. Crap. <laughs> uh, Wrong one. This is Ronald Stark. Yeah. Howard, yeah. what? Like, also, like, that's right. <laughs> Like, like Brian Tyree Henry's character of Fastos, he's the greatest builder ever. Yeah. He's the greatest builder, mm. and he builds all weapons and everything. And he, one of the things is in the comics, he didn't want to do it no more. He was like, yo, I'm trying to live this life. And they're making a big thing with this here in the movie because he's openly gay in the movie now. So we're going to see mm. a, a man living a normal life you know, literally a normal life, a gay man, but you know somebody in there is going to be like, how dare they do this to you? Like, shut up. But like, <laughs> but the thing is, when he's woken up, it's like, we need you to do what you're good at. You know, you make these weapons. We mm -hmm. need to stop these. And he doesn't want to do that. And so that's the beautiful thing. And then it also ties into people that keep talking about the Inhumans. But for me, it ties into the, this is going to start the mutants. This is the mutants jump off. Oh, point. for yeah. sure. For sure. I agree. Yeah. Uh, with that freaking, sorry, real quick. Uh Oh, uh, which we can talk about later, but I want to put a freaking stake in the ground about it right now. When we're seeing in the trailer, uh, mainly your breakdown, Voss, about all of the older um, Captain America shields and how yeah. we're seeing them. <laughs> Two theories. Yeah. A, I think Kumail's character, since in the comics he was just a really big fan of samurai, so he made himself a samurai. I think he just loves the Avengers, so he just wanted to like own memorabilia of Captain America. But two, I think sure. there's also a possibility that Athena created those instead of... Uh, oh. Because Athena did create... She was in the Neil Gaiman comics. She was like creating for Stark like she mm -hmm. was on loan for Stark business and making weapons mm -hmm. like she could have mm -hmm. but I know that ties in too much to like well Stark's dad created it and it's like yeah but like this woman's been alive forever maybe she sparked an idea in him and then it Do came you, into that yeah I mean created or discovered yeah. you know like discovered something that was already there we're all standing on the shoulders of someone else do you think that mm -hmm. Thena's love is gonna set all this off too because Thena's in love with Crow I, who's yes, a deviant I want it. I, I that's want what I'm going to do. I want to see that. I want to see But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Also, because Angelina, okay, so as like, I want it so bad. I need, because I love that connection with the Deviants. I yeah. needed it. Um, but I also think this is Angelina Jolie playing Thena in the MCU. And I think she's mm -hmm. going to be like, not to tie it into that, but right now she's like, I don't need a man. I don't need a partner. I want to be a strong mm -hmm. symbol for like, women in the army. I want to be like... I needed to be Billy Bob Thornton as Crow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want Billy Bob Thornton as Crow. I think she's going to do everything so independently and be kind of just like, whatever. Hey, she could be that. You just talked about boy toys, right? She can be an independent woman and still have her uh, deviant squeeze on the side. True. I'm just saying she's strong and she don't need a man. or exactly. In the trailer, she kind of feels like she's like struggling with something. Like, like as soon as she uh -huh. cuts those like green ribbons, she looks well, like she's sad or so love with Oh, where the hell is her dad? Exactly. Where the hell is her dad? Oh yeah, her dad. Which also, we're getting a baby him. We're getting a baby Thanos because okay. of the. Because <laughs> oh, for sure. You're getting a baby for people who don't know. Alarzes or the brothers, who one is the dad of Thanos, goes to Saturn and makes you know goes to Saturn and the Titan and moves the Titan, meets his mama and has this little ugly ass purple baby who just is really mad because he like, why am I purple? And like, he just, cause he, he shouldn't be purple. Cause Thanos is not supposed to, he wasn't My like, friends are purple, what the f 
going on here? <laughs> why, why am I like, the only purple one, Mom? <laughs> like, bro, why the fuck am I purple? Like, there's gonna be a dinosaur in a thousand some years like this and shit. I don't want to be this way. Like, it just. <laughs> Well, MT, I want to hear from you. What, what's your theory for how, like, uh, how what kept the Eternals it, like unaware, and what is now? Why now are they joining the MCU? One of the main reasons why the Eternals are are activating now is because you know, so, sort of similar to what you know Jay was talking about earlier. It's because of these these snaps that were happening on Earth, and you know, if it was just one snap, it'd be whatever. But there was three snaps on Marvel Earth, and that is a big deal. And if you remember in um. I believe it was Avengers when Thor was talking to Nick Fury about, you know, you know, why all the Avengers stuff was happening in Avengers one. He was like, yo, you guys were messing with the Tesseract. And like, when you did that, it sent a signal to everybody in the world that earth was ready for Mm. a higher form Mm. of war. And so this is the Tesseract times six, three times. So the the Tesseract Uh. 18 times. (laughs) And so, (laughs) um, you know, this happens and the Celestials are like, what's going on over there? We left those experiments and they're being crazy over there. We got to go check that out. And so the Eternals are just like, oh shit, like the Celestials are coming back because we've been making too much noise. And, Mm. you know, because one of the snaps ended up taking out half of humanity and therefore, you know, a ton of their celestial experiments throughout the cosmos, they're probably going to be like, Earth, we should probably get rid of this because it's just becoming a problem, you know? So, you know, it's that, it's the host of the celestials that we may be facing mm-hmm. in the Eternals movies. Um, basically yeah. the, the end of the world, which is why the, the song in the trailer is like, you know, hints at the end of the world. I think that the celestials right. are coming to potentially get rid of, you know, this human threat, um, that is yep. annoying their experimentations. But that's hi, just... Hi. I, have a their hand. <laughs> I have a question. Hi, MT, are you basically yeah. saying... Are you saying that the Celestials are going to control all... Delete the planet? Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Celestials want to control all delete Earth because it's uh, malfunctioning. Yeah. I have a question for MT, too. This isn't a callback or a joke. Uh, <laughs> do you think... We haven't seen it in the trailer, but do you think that the U.S. Army are going to get involved at all with any of this? We haven't seen any actual, like, normal human, like, involvement to the degree of, like, to the degree of, like, we need to fight back. But do you- I mean, I mean, if the Celestials end up do end up coming, you know, what did, what did the Army do when the Chitauri invaded? They tried to throw a nuke at it. And, like, to, 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 to end their problems. So, like, if the Celestials come in on their ships, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to nuke it. And if you remember in the comics, when the Deviants did that, like, in the, what, the third host of the Celestials, the second? I don't know. What a, what a, one of those. Um, the Celestials were like, we don't like that. And they started the oh, Great yeah, Clat- Cataclysm. Like, yep, so, yeah. if the army does get involved, it, it probably wouldn't be good. Because the Celestials yeah. are way stronger than the United States Army. Uh, Are you? Well, I, have a, I have a question. Um, but my question is: MT, <laughs> Mary kill, and why am I kill of the other three? <laughs> why am I always gotta. kill? You're not kill. It's no, Mary, bro. You, you gotta kill. Gotta kill. Gotta I get kill. it. We all I get Mary, it. Me. We all You're gonna Mary. kill Adam or Jay? You gonna straight up tell us right to our face? You gonna kill? Yeah, one you one. let me know if I'm a guy. Goddamn it. <laughs> You ain't gonna be no surprise. <laughs> Let me know. Don't sit here and ponder the shit. Let me know you taking me the fuck out. I just need to know if I'm done. Like, oh sit there pondering and talking about something. I don't know. MT, you don't have to answer the question, but I, I do love that, like, this idea of bringing the Celestials in. I think they, mm. they are 
kind of the villain, you know? Like, mm. own, that's why, if you're going to do an Eternal story, right? Like, it seems like you do need the Eternals to face off against a cadre of the Celestials. Like, mm. that's how you up the ante from the Avengers. Because otherwise, it's just like, well, if it's any other kind of calamity, the Avengers have been pretty capable yeah. of, of handling all kinds of threats, cosmic or Earthbound. Uh, so the only thing that I could see you needing the Eternals for, if you're just talking power status-wise, are things like Galactus or mm. Silver Surfer or Celestials, you know? What do you guys think what the Unimon is going to look like? Because you know we're getting it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. think they teased it in the trailer um, with the yeah. They teased with the bright light. Yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna look fairly comic accurate. I think that you know because you know we we already have a brain in the MCU already with ego. Ego was basically a brain. Yeah. He wasn't a person. He was a floating brain. Yeah. So there could be a yeah. tie into that. It's like was ego a unimind in that that's like how when he flickered on. It's like oh I don't remember Whoa. that I used to be people. I'm now idea. ego. You know, so like, I think we might actually get a brain because it's there's precedent for it. Yeah, I don't like to think that the Celestials are evil. I don't think they are evil. Did you say? I, I think they're, they're just kind of neutral. Evil. I they're think just, they're they just don't neutral. care. I think they're neutral. Yeah. I think they're just the oldest living things on the planet. They're the gods, and they're just like, hey, if you guys look like and act crazy, we're gonna have to calm you down. <laughs> I mean, they basically was like, look, these are some ape dudes. Let's fix them up. They took one and <laughs> yeah. it was like, well, you are, well, they're like, you normal. They got some other ones like, look at you all beautiful and blonde hair, blue eyed and dark hair. Then they did the other ones. They was like, well, we f***ed up. We went too far. We did. Uh, we did too far. <laughs> I feel like they did the Deviants so wrong. And that's, I feel like the Deviants are another pair of like MCU characters that are just like, oh, well, walk in their shoes. They kind of got sent underneath <laughs> the waters to live an eternity in darkness mm -hmm. and just yeah. be ugly. <laughs> the deviants just, because, just because they're ugly, because they are smart. Most of them can talk. They are. The deviants are like Will Smith in that episode of Fresh Prince when Ben Vereen was his daddy and he didn't want to take him in the truck. <gasps> oh, oh my like, god! Like, like, wow, like the deviants just want to hug there. They just want the saddest moment in television know. history. <laughs> Why don't no one want me, Uncle Phil? Right, so the that's what the deviants are. That is so accurate, though. I gotta hang up this call so right now. I did not that's think so we were gonna get this dark. I like how you remembered it was Ben Vereen, uh, stage legend Ben Vereen. I'd never made that connection that that's who that was. <laughs> oh, God. God. They're like, that's the uh, rest of deviants. They all just, they really just sad. They're like, yo, we wanna be up here and shit. Y'all got nice son. And it's it's Piggy Coladas and there's Kardashians. Now we were at this. <laughs> I, honestly, I think they might actually make a case for this in this movie. I, like, it's not really based on will. anything. It's just a hunch. But like, you know, we see, you know, Killmonger. People love a good, you know, person fighting for disenfranchised mm -hmm. people. So, you know, maybe that's what Druig is in this movie. Maybe Truly. he's fighting for the uh, for the deviants and, and their rights. And um, but yeah. in the comics, I love the de I love the rejected one. Um, also, because mm. he was really fine. But <laughs> I understand. That's what we. Are, that's that's, that's where your love come from. Like you know, his plight. He was fine. Yeah. He was fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Guys, I gotta say, this has been not only the funniest conversation I've ever had about the Eternals, <laughs> I think it is the most informed and knowledgeable uh, debate slash discussion about what's gonna happen in this movie, because I think you're right. I think we do have three of the eight most knowledgeable Eternals, <laughs> nerds Eternals. on this call right now. Eternals is great! It's so, so good, There's so many people actually. you can connect good. to in it. The stories are just so deep, because it's like, it gets, if you when you read it, it gets real comic booky. But you look at the stories, you're mm -hmm. like, oh, this is like, oh, oh, these are heartstrings being pulled. Like, this isn't right. With the with the Celestials being involved in the Eternals, 
there is a chance that we could actually see, you know, apocalypse or a tease of apocalypse or a younger apocalypse Mm -hmm. in um, in Eternals with um, celestial experimentations or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you know that we could, or or even Namor because Namor is the first mutant in Marvel Mm -hmm. Comics. So Mm -hmm. maybe. Instead of Apocalypse, yeah. who's been done before recently in the X Men franchise and for Fox, we could mm-hmm. a- actually send, mm-hmm. end up seeing you know the origins of Atlantis or, mm-hmm. or something oh, like oh, that. Jay yeah. said, I see Jay not. shaking his head. No, I'm sure about his Apocalypse because we, we never because we never should ever reference X Men Ivan Ooze. We should never reference him again, ever. <laughs> Why not? Don't you ever? Don't you ever? Don't you ever? Look, I don't, I don't care. I don't care how right. hard and great of a performance Oscar <laughs> Isaac gave. He looked like he's the ooze. That's what he looked like. I've seen cosplays <laughs> really look straight like, up. Like I've seen cosplays look better than up, than what the movie studio did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah they really do need a reboot of Apocalypse. You know, it's actually kind of easy that Apocalypse was so bad in the Fox X Men franchise because mm-hmm. now Marvel gets to do him right whenever they want to bring in mutants. But yeah, hopefully. Hopefully in this movie, uh, I want to award some points because this is Rogue Theory and weirdly I have to award <laughs> points just based off of whatever. Uh, so Jess, I'm giving you one point for uh, putting this all on Druig because yeah, I think Druig is going to be a big part of this. Uh, maybe he is part, he is uh, loyal to the Deviants. I, I love that idea for sure. Uh, MT, I'm going to give you two points for oh. bringing this idea of, uh, of it alerting these Celestials. Mm. Uh, and as Jay said, uh, Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs> Uh, of them, but also saying that like mutants like uh, like Apocalypse could show up for sure. Jay, I'm going to give you three points oh. uh, because you had this great take of uh, of like the idea of Galactus coming in. You uh, correctly identified the four snaps, which most people, they can't recall that there's like more than one or two. Uh, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, and yeah, just reminding us of the interesting history of how uh, Thanos and how his bloodline with Alars and Suisan and his brother and how, how he's connected to that whole genetic history mm. uh so good job uh to all y'all uh this was a great conversation um yeah. so we're gonna talk about uh some interesting questions around Jimmy chan who's playing cersei uh in this movie in just a second first we want to thank some friends who helped us make this episode uh well quick shout out to our merch uh you can find at uh newrexersmerch.com we have a great uh, assortment of t-shirts hoodies water bottles hats all stuff you need to do if you want to be an authentic new rock stars fan. I guess you can be a fan without doing it. What am I saying? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They got a gun at me right now. Buy our stuff, please. Uh, NewRockStarsMerch.com. We want to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. Our friends at Blue Chew have a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, (laughs) but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost of what you got there, Jay. Oh my god. It's a Blue Chew. (laughs) Is it really a Blue Chew? (laughs) Oh my God! Hey, man! In my days of working on this show, have I seen someone present? Wow! He was ready for the ad. This ain't a card. This is the actual peel. It's the the pouch. Wow! (laughs) Actual peel. This is the flute. Let me tell you something. These are giving. We have a happy customer on the call. (laughs) Yes. Great night. Let me tell you something. This is some ad peel with the headache. God bless you, Blue Chew. Okay. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no doctor's office or pharmacy trips. It ships right to your door in a discreet package, like what Jay just showed us. Uh, You sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. Their licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength. 
And if you hate swallowing pills, good news, Blue Chew is chewable, just like it says in the name. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code ROGUE, to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this episode. And we want to thank ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. Most of us have very little choice when it comes to picking our internet service provider because ISPs operate kind of like monopolies in the regions that they serve. They use that power to take advantage of the customers. Ah! And many ISPs log your internet activity and they sell that data on other big tech companies to advertisers. It's a mess. So to prevent ISPs from seeing my internet activity, I protect all my devices with ExpressVPN. It's a simple app for your computer or smartphone that encrypts all your network data and tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot see any of your activity. Every site you visit, video you watch, or message you send gets tracked by ISPs or other tech giants who can then sell your information for profit. And that's the reason I recommend ExpressVPN as the best way to hide your online activity from ISPs Download the app, tap one button on your device, and you are protected. And ExpressVPN does all this without slowing your connection. That's why it's rated the number one VPN service by CNET and Wired. So stop handing over your personal data to ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information. Protect yourself with the VPN I trust to keep me private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash rogue. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash rogue to get three extra months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash rogue right now to learn more. All right, so back to Eternals. Jimmy Chan, the star of this movie, is playing Cersei after Mm. also appearing as the Kree Minerva back in Captain Marvel. Now, obviously, this seems like a case of Marvel Studios just recasting an actor from a smaller MCU role to a more prominent one and just assuming fans won't get too hung up on it. (laughs) Good luck with that. Uh, But... (laughs) It's, you could say this isn't unprecedented. Laura Haddock played Meredith Quill after she had already played a Captain America fangirl uh, back mm-hmm. in the 1940s. And James Gunn has confirmed that those characters are not related. And soon Michelle Yeoh is going to be in Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings playing uh, after she played Alita O'Gord, uh, one of the Ravagers in Guardians Volume 2. But I want us to go rogue here and speculate that there could be some in-universe explanation for Gemma Chan in these dual roles. Should I be? <laughs> went first. Go ahead. I went first. Yeah. Just it is true. Go. Her and had yeah. to go first. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, like Voss said, I do think uh, it's not going to be too crazy. I think they just switched characters. But if they want to go crazy with it, what they can do, so let's say there is a Kroll. Uh, scroll, scroll. Sorry, I don't know why I said scroll. There's a Nick scroll. There's a scroll, right? And it's not a good scroll. And it does take her identity. What better identity than to take than someone that's an eternal? Especially if after this movie we figure out who, like, we know Gemma Chan as Cersei. Someone takes her identity as Cersei in the future and is just like, not like, it's not gonna be like how, um, uh, Shang-Chi's father. It's not gonna be like, oh, oh, I'm actually like so-and-so or like how people like use him as just like, uh, use his character as, I forgot what, a doppelganger? The Mandarin? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like how everyone was like, I'm the Mandarin. I'm the Mandarin. I'm the Mandarin. I don't think uh-huh. it'll be like mm-hmm. that, but I think there are gonna be an opportunity later on in the, like, even if it's scroll Invasion where they're just like talking and they're like, I'm Cersei's and they're like oh my gosh yeah Cersei we need to listen to her but it's actually a scroll. Wait so do you think the member of the group that we saw in Captain Marvel the Kree who were like chasing down and hunting down scrolls do you think yes. she was a scroll yes. like mole yes. on that yes. team? Yes yes yes. What? Yes 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 yes. yes. Okay. yes. Okay. Wild. 
Like that is some forty chess. You have to go. You have to. No, you have to go crazy with it because okay, realistically, in the movie, the world of Hollywood, yeah, I don't think it's crazy, but let's go crazy. It's true. That is pretty real. What do you think? Cersei likes to get a party and a freak on. I would not be surprised (laughs) if Cersei bangs a creep. Cersei bangs a (laughs) creep. She okay, this is rogue. This okay. is rogue. Cersei has sex. Cersei parties. Let's be real. Cersei has been through years. Like we don't know how many kids Cersei been out of here with. And then she got a she got an eternal elliptical, and she can keep her figure down. <laughs> she got the best of mineral waters. Ooh. It's probably just a kid. Like again, Minerva uh, may be a kid or distant. Like, I'm, Y'all said go wrong. Don't give me no. Don't give me no. That's really no, good. That's really no, good. I, I like that more than. Strong. I like the minimal rotter joke because of the trailer because she puts her she hand in the water and the water comes and out. And she that's immediately shoves her face in it and drinks it. Yeah. Mineral water. No, it's no. literal mineral water. So wait, water. I have a question for Jay. So yeah, Athena has a child eventually with a human. So you think uh, that Cersei can have sex with a scroll and it'll be a scroll? No, it's a it's a oh. creep. With oh, the Kree. It's Kree. oh, it's a Cree. Oh, it's a Cree. Because sorry. she's blue. Yeah, she's, she's blue. She has sex with a Cree. And a Cree may be, because of the, le- we might find out, a Cree is an offshoot of a deviant. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So actually, it isn't that rogue. It makes complete sense. Yeah, it actually, I'd buy that theory. Really <laughs> That's pretty theory. good. Don't ask me no questions. You know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be right. I'm going to be right. <laughs> Uh, MT, you had some thoughts on this. What do you think? So Minerva dies in Captain Marvel. And so I think at that point, at that death, we get a rebirth of of the character of Cersei, who is now done with this life as this, you know, jerky Cree Minerva. And Minerva is, the name Minerva is, uh, is, is Greek or something. And like, yeah. there are, it's you know. It's the, the Roman name for Athena, I think. Right? Yes. And so like, these are, you know, very Greeky and like, you know, Themed characters in, in their names. Is it Roman or Greek? I don't know. I guess get those Roman. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But it's it's the same, yeah. Yeah, okay. same shindig, different era. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think that this name Minerva is significant because it is, you know, tied to the eternal type deal. Mm-hmm. So when she's reborn, okay. she's like, oh wait, I was an asshole for my, my last life. I don't want to do that. And so we get, you know, that that shot of her looking around New York like, I'm alive now. What's going on? And like, you know, like that, that Steve Rogers-esque, like, I, you know, in a different era now sort of mm-hmm. type deal. Anyway, I wake up and get my boy toy. I think it's... Don't get your sword. <laughs> and then bring your sword. Let's just fight I think this idea of like uh, maybe Eternals have different incarnations that pop mm. up on different planets, or maybe there's like this is what the so the ten Eternals are assigned to Earth, right? But maybe these ten same actors were put in other places, like on Hala, on Torfa, mm. on all these other mm. planets in the MCU, mm. and then that's just like there's a Brian Tyree Henry walking around with the other Kree <laughs> on Hala somewhere, you know? I don't know. That's one way it could go. <laughs> I have something. Oh, you have some, yeah, Jessica, ooh, what do you think? Ooh, ooh. I agree with um, I agree with MT, and also just to amplify the theory, the fact that in uh, I keep going back to the Neil Gaiman comics, but in the comics, like the people that are like dormant, they once they die in that form, they come back mm. as themselves, the actual superheroes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. their plant or. I think it was on their planet or in a ship. Olympia, Either way, exactly. yeah, okay, in Olympia. Okay, it was in Olympia. They come back as themselves. So if she did die as Minerva, she's coming mm-hmm. back as exactly. Cersei. Exactly. So uh, not even a, a crazy theory that it's true. <laughs> it could happen. It's just part of the Eternals mythos, really. Um, she uh, bangs a Cree. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> she bangs a Cree. <laughs> 
You guys aren't listening. I, I hope the movie starts with those words, like the opening crawl. Like she banged the crawl. <laughs> Everyone's like, who bangs the crawl? I'm going to give all three of you uh, one point. Uh, because I think together, collectively, we made that make sense. I think Honestly, yes, I do. I agree with all three of them. But well done. Um, all right, we have time for one more question that all okay. three of you guys are going to answer. This is our, our rogue question round, mm. where it's just where we get real silly, as if we haven't gotten silly enough. This, <laughs> this has been very serious up to this point. Now, now we're going to have Um but, okay, so here's our question. It was announced this week that the PIM Test Kitchen in Disney's Adventures Campus uh, at Disneyland uh, will sell a $100 sandwich that's meant to feed six to eight people called the Pimini. <laughs> wow. So the question is, what other ridiculous Marvel-inspired food do you want to see served at Avengers Campus? The Collector. It's nothing but <laughs> all of the damn lunch meats ever collected on one bread. <laughs> it's like, what is their Capicola spout spam and, and Mark Nelson beef? <laughs> <laughs> and you get a side order of Howard the Duck fries. Just oh uh, my god, oh, Jay's already cool. thought of this. I feel like he's already had plans <laughs> to make an Avengers franchise. Of I just restaurants. randomly thought about this as you asked the question. It needs to be on the menu. It needs to be on the menu. <laughs> uh, um, a, a thunderbolt uh, toss. <laughs> Salad? Thunderbolt toss salad? <laughs> oh my god, no! Wait, wait, what? Oh, that's the, uh, that's the Avengers <laughs> porn parody. Um, oh, oh, maybe not. That doesn't sound like something that you do not want. How does a Thunderbolt, is it an open ass? Just <laughs> this is some, uh... Say any of that. You this guys is quite the meal. Y'all said that. I think it's a great Caesar salad. Y'all okay, said that. You said wow. toss. Oh, yeah, you yeah, said toss salad. No, that's okay, different. fine. You guys want to play the ass? You don't play the ass. I don't even care. I don't even care. I don't give a damn. I don't want to go to Disney. Eat a salad. Eat an ass. Go there. Ask for the Thunderbolt toss salad. Oh, my God. It's just two wheat buns, right? Two weak buns. Oh, my God. There's no meat. You just gotta. You just put this sandwich spread in the middle. And you just. Oh, wow. I hate this. Shutting it down. Shutting it down. Wow. Shutting it down. Shut it down. Oh. MT, do you have something that you want to try to heighten that with? All I can think of is it's not a really. It's not going to be a great the like uh, theme park food, but like I can think of like Groot's fiber cereal. Um. <laughs> It's just wood. It looks like wood, but it's good for your for your colon. I don't know. I think this is for the elderly guests that come. And it's just like I, my motility is not too good today. Both of our meals could, uh, depending, go the well. The salad. Together. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you want brand before you get your uh, salad toss. I don't know if that's uh, a type of order of operations. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, well, 
as all right, I gotta give the point here. As much as I love uh, Magnificent, I gotta give the point to Thunderbolt Toss Salad. You know what? I gotta 100%. give one hundred percent. Give her that point. point there. I'm it was, disappointed. Uh, I never I'm not wanted a point so bad in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've given it to you. You earned it. Uh, oh but my god! If my math is correct, I still think uh, Jay. I believe you have won mm-hmm. this episode of oh, Rock Magnificent! Magnificent! You win the prize of two wheat buns. What? (laughs) (laughs) They're coming in the mail. (laughs) With the group side now! Oh, oh anytime Jessica says I hate this, that's our ding ding ding. The, the round We've is done over. It. <laughs> We've hit it. Dinner bell is wrong, and that means it's time for us to say goodbye. But I want to thank all three of our guests. A big congratulations to Jay Washington, yes. and congrats to us for enjoying your company this episode. Yes, thank you, thank you for anything. coming on. You were fantastic. Thank so you for funny. having me. It's been, it was always a pleasure, man. I've always been wanting to do this for a while, seriously, and. This was as oh. much fun as I expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad. We're glad we lived up to your expectations. And be sure to check out uh, everything Jay is doing. He's a very funny mm-hmm. comedian, uh, sometimes uh, a professional wrestler as well. Or is it professional or is it what, def- define what wrestling When they do pay me, do. it's professional. When it's not, yeah, it's just right. he a dude to just run around <laughs> in some strips and tights and wrestling boots. That's just... That's just Oh, yep. that's so cool. Uh, and then also Same. check out uh, the uh, the Blurts in the Hood show as well. Uh, also, thank you to Jess Clemens. Jess, yeah. where can we see you? Uh, Lulu underscore Clemens everywhere. Lulu Clemens, Team Jacob on gaming stuff. Thank you for joining us. And MT as well. MT, you have uh, some exciting stuff coming out on the channel of New Rockstars this week. You want to tease any of it? Uh, it's just some, you know, Eternals-related stuff, maybe with Thanos. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh, we're, just, we're just talking about some, some, some Thanos, Thanos connections, you know. Oh, um, but yeah, you can follow me at Mastertainment on Twitter or, you know, Instagram, wherever. So, yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you for watching. Support our many great merch options at NewRockstarsMerch.com. Follow me at EA Voss. Follow New Rockstars. Subscribe here on YouTube, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody! Take it easy, guys. Bye.